a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Former President Barack Obama and former President Donald Trump don't agree on a whole lot, but they do agree on one thing we found over the weekend. They both are claiming elections are rigged. And while that's the big headline, I say they're both absolutely 1,000% wrong. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, we've heard the rage of rigged elections for a long time, and it's both sides of the political aisle. So regardless of where you fall on the political spectrum, uh, this is a problem a problem of rhetoric, a problem of undermining trust and confidence in our institutions of government and our free and fair elections. Former President Barack Obama over the weekend accused Republicans of trying to rig elections at a Terry McAuliffe rally in Virginia. Take a listen. If you got good ideas, make your case. But instead, they try to rig elections because they know people don't agree with their ideas. Of course, last year, President Trump accused Democrats of trying to steal the election. If you count the legal votes, I easily win. If you count the illegal votes, they can try to steal the election from us. Uh, Former President Trump uh, continued his accusations uh, that year, saying it was the stolen election was the biggest crime in history. That election will go down as the crime of the century, and our country is being destroyed by people who perhaps have no right to destroy it. Uh, Even Hillary Clinton went down this path. Uh, She believes the 2016 election was rigged by the Russians. I believe he knows he's an illegitimate president. He knows. So, of course, he's obsessed with me. And I believe that it's a guilty conscience in so much as he has a conscience. And then finally, uh, former President Barack Obama, again, in several different speeches over the weekend, he continued harping on this theme in terms of rigged election. All across the country, Democrats are trying to make it easier to vote, not make it harder to vote, and push back on Republicans who are trying to systematically prevent ordinary citizens from making their voices heard. All right, so let's break this down just a little bit. Uh, The interesting thing to me in all of this is the rhetoric. And the thing that has been most appalling to me over the weekend is that nobody from either the left or the right are willing to call out 
their own leaders when they are wrong. That's a problem. We talked about it earlier in the day today that it is easy to shout at your enemies. It is easy to lather them up, spew the talking points, make wild accusations, create a lot of red-hot rhetoric, which is great for fundraising, really bad for the republic. And so you can do all of that. That is easy. That does not take an ounce of courage. In fact, in many cases, it's cowardly. You stand behind and you just shout at the opposite side. There's no courage in that. Courage is when you stand up to your friends and your allies on principle. And to me, it was astounding over the weekend that nobody would do it. So instead, instead, we have a debate over who is worse, which is worse. We have a debate over, well, these are not equivalent. The, the kind of rigged election President Obama talked about was different than the kind of rigged election that President Trump talked about, which is different from the kind of rigged election that Hillary Clinton talked about. And so we have this wild yeah, but. It's not about yeah, but. It's just yeah. And until we're willing to have that conversation, uh, we have we have real problems. Because the thing you have to recognize is that for the vast majority of American voters, they are not going to read beyond the headline. And the headline from over the weekend was President Obama says Republicans are trying to rig the election in Virginia. And, of course, on the other side, President Trump has been talking about rigged elections uh, over the course of, of his presidency and the 2020 election cycle. Yeah, but, yeah, but. Yeah, but President Obama's talking about this, or yeah, but this is what really happened. That's not the issue. It's the rhetoric. It's the headline. Because most people aren't going to read to the end or listen to the end. We just hear the talking points. We just see the headlines. And whether we see that headline on a cable news network or we see it on our social media feed, we get the headline. And the headline is the election is rigged. That's bad for democracy and freedom. That's bad for a constitutional republic. Because that ends in a bad place. It ends with disconnected voters. It ends with this trust deficit. You want to talk about a crisis in the country? We have a trust crisis in the country. And those we expect to lead or those that we elected to lead are the ones fomenting it. They're the ones driving it. And oh, by the way, they are the ones benefiting from it because they're all raising money off it this weekend. We have to be better than that. Uh, I was I was just amazed over the weekend that they played all of these clips. They played the President Obama clips. They played the President Trump uh, clips. Stacey Abrams, former candidate in Georgia, the Hillary Clinton uh, clips. And you can take strategists from both sides and nobody, nobody would dare. No one had the courage to say, yeah, that's wrong. That's just wrong. And yes, we can debate what they're talking about and we can talk about voting rights and we can talk about transfer of power and and all of those all of those things are are free game, fair game and should be talked about. But let's not lose the most important point of this by trying to decide whether we can conflate the issues or whether or not there is an equivalency between what one president said and what another president said. They both said 
that the other side is trying to rig the election. So my challenge today to everyone is to think again about what we're allowing our elected officials to say. And I rarely give a triple dog dare on this show, but I am going to give a triple dog dare on this show that regardless of which side of the political spectrum you fall on, have the courage, have real courage, not just to yell at those you disagree with, have the courage to turn around to your friends and your allies when they are wrong and say you're wrong. And let's get to the principle because the principle that we have to bank on in this country is trust. Trust in the institutions, trust in those we send there, and trust in the process that sends them there. We've got to do better. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.